specifically I'm speaking to the parents right now. Be sure when you have a situation where you're stuck in a particular area and you're learning how to work your way out, make sure you lead by example and you share with your children. Welcome to Mama Soul's Wisdom I Am Love Movement Podcast, the place where you will learn how to build a five-dimensional family through decades of experience, where the core values are learning what is possible through love and acceptance and knowing how to do right by your family. We'll assist in the growth of you and the ones you love. success outside the home that will ever compensate for the failure inside of your home. Now, introducing the host of the I Am Love Movement Podcast, the one and only Mama Soul Wisdom. Hello, beautiful souls. Do you want to live your life by design and not by default? Do you want to belong to a movement bigger than yourself? If you want to go from victimhood, victory for yourself and your families, then fearlessness is our battle cry. And it all starts with self-love and acceptance. My name is Loretta Wetzel, also known as Mama Soul Wisdom, and I am the founder of the I Am Love Movement. I created this podcast for individuals and families, both traditional and non-traditional. You know, I have a coach that always tells me, as human beings, we're all a hot mess. So I share everything that I've learned through old school wisdom for a new generation so that you can live your biggest and best life. Now, if this is your first time listening in, there are four key principles you will hear a flavor of in my podcast. One, self-love and acceptance. It all starts here. Now, you might say, Mama Soul Wisdom, surely I love myself. But the question is, if you took everything away, would you still love yourself? If you take away all the degrees behind your name, if you remove all the status symbols and you stood there and looked in the mirror, could you say, I love myself? If you can't, it starts there. Number two, we focus on families, traditional families, non-traditional families, Multicultural families, adoptive families, uh, two-parent families, single-parent families, all different types of families. Number three, connectivity with each other, especially now as human beings, it's important. I am you and you are me. We bleed the same. We have the same hopes, dreams, fears aspirations. 
And it is time that we stand as light warriors, sharing our light as leaders. We are meant to be individually, in our families, in our communities, in our neighborhoods and cities, as well as our global neighbors. Number four, this is a conversation for humanity. Understand that together, we are never alone. I ask that we are curiously engaged with people who don't look like you, think like you, or talk like you. Now, for today's old school wisdom for a new generation, I have this particular saying. If you must doubt something, doubt your limit. We are extraordinarily powerful human beings, but many times we don't act like it. Why? Because we don't get to nothing. That's right, nothing. So let me share a few things with you today or this evening or wherever you are listening in the world about the power of nothing. It's a place inside of you that is so powerful and peaceful that you can accomplish anything that you desire. And I mean anything. You are unmessable with. No one can ruffle your feathers or get underneath your skin. You declare exactly what it is that you want and you go out and get it. And you do it because you are vibrating at a high level frequency. It's all about your energy. Well, easier said than done, Mama Soul Wisdom. How do we get to this magical place called nothing? Well, if you're not in a place of nothing, then that normally means that you are somehow stuck. I'm recommending this book. It's called The Power of Letting Go by John Perkis. In this book, he shares four key areas where we are usually stuck. One, health. We have health challenges. Can't tell it sometimes from looking on the outside, but boy, oh boy, on the inside, we've got some stuff going on. You know, in our busy work world that we have these days, oftentimes we don't make the time to go for consistent checkups unless something is terribly wrong. Number two, another area where we get stuck in is relationship. Family relationships, personal relationships, career relationships, all different types of relationships. And we get stuck. They're messy and sometimes they don't work. Number three, we're stuck in our career in a dead-end job, not being able to get promoted or climb up the ladder, not being able to make more money and get a raise. We're stuck in a career. We're not happy. We get up. We dread going to work every day. 
It takes forever to get back home. Sunday afternoon at 4 p.m., there's a pit in your stomach. Like, ugh, I got to get up and go to work. It's Monday because you dread going to work. That's how TGIF got created. Thank God it's Friday. You can't wait to get out of there and let your hair down for the weekend because five days a week, you are not enjoying your job or your career. Fourth area, money troubles. Not enough money, don't know what to do with money, how to manage money, how to grow money, how to attract money. These are the four areas that we're normally stuck in. Now, usually it's not isolated when it comes to these areas. Usually there's some sort of mixture or hybrid examples. So for example, you've met these uh, driven career executives, right? They are wealthy, but they have no positive relationships. Their command and control around their employees. The employees walk on eggshells around them. They're miserable on the inside. The only way that they have friends is that they buy them off and take them to different places. They've been through several divorces. Nothing ever works. But they're wealthy as all get out. Plenty of money. No positive relationships. Or what about the individual that's very successful in their professional career? They know how to make money. Problem is, they don't know how to keep money. They're financially broke all the time. And they don't know how to or have a clue how to shore up the hemorrhaging when it comes to their bank account. Or... Maybe you have someone who enjoys their work, enjoys their career. They're very happy in what they're doing. They're contributing to society, but their health is suffering. So here's the thing. If you're stuck in those four areas, what is it that you're going to do? Well, you've got to learn how to work your way out of that. And so I'm going to share some tips with you in just a few minutes. But let me shift very quickly about a focus on family. Specifically, I'm speaking to the parents right now. Be sure when you have a situation where you're stuck in a particular area and you're learning how to work your way out, make sure you lead by example and you share with your children. When your kids get into trouble, particularly your high school and your adult kids, don't be so quick to rescue your children. Let them figure it out and make a choice. If you jump in every single time that they have a problem, what occurs is is that you are breeding dependency. And so when you When they leave the house or you put them out the nest or whatever the case may be, and they're out on their own, then how are they going to be equipped to solve their own problems, make a decision or make a choice, 
and live with those consequences. The earlier you train them how to do that, the better. You know, I got to tell you, when my kids, I have three kids, they're all grown, independent, out the house. But when they first moved out and they lived in their own apartments, some of those apartments that they lived in, I would not lay my head down. Some of them neighborhoods looked really rough uh, inside. Um, not it was. I mean, it was clean and everything, but outside covered with graffiti. And I'm like, you live here? I said to myself underneath my breath, not a place I would stay. But here's the thing. It was their choice. They were paying the rent. It was a roof over their head. That's what they decided to do. And I had to bite my tongue and live with it. Now, eventually they moved up and out to a better place to stay in a better neighborhood. But don't jump in so quick to rescue those kids. They've got to learn how to make choices and decisions on their own and deal with the consequences. Now, how do we get to this place of nothing? Well, first, let me tell you what it is not in terms of getting to a place of nothing. It's not just thinking a lot about it or having a lot of positive thoughts about it or taking a lot of action or suffering through. What, you might say? I thought thinking a lot of positive thoughts is something that you're supposed to do. And you can't get anything done without taking action, right? You got to think about it. You just don't want to go into something willy-nilly. Well, all of these components are necessary in the sense that, well, maybe not the suffering part, but typically all of these components will happen in human nature. That is true. Here's the key. It's the context in which you take these actions. Context is decisive. And you must remember that. So when you're first thinking about what it is that you want to create in your life, are you thinking about it so much that you have analysis paralysis? Like you're going over in your mind with a lot of, well, what if this happens? And what if this happens? And I don't know what I'm going to do if this happens. Oh, my goodness. And then all of a sudden, you're spiraling out of control with a lot of what ifs. The what ifs haven't even occurred yet. So instead of thinking so much about it, how about if you begin practicing meditation and silence? It's a beautiful thing. Meditation and Silence. Yep, that's right. I paused intentionally. Oftentimes people are uncomfortable with silence, but get used to it. Let your thoughts come to you naturally in silence. You will be surprised of the downloads of information you receive from the universe. It's not woo woo. 
your body and brain part of something extremely intelligent. We are not separate from the universe. Tap into that. Now, what about if you're thinking positive thoughts? I'm thinking all these positive thoughts and nothing ever happens for me. What am I doing wrong? You might ask yourself. Well, when positive thoughts don't seem to work, let me ask you this question. Have you checked your belief system? If you listen to yourself really hard, most of us have some sort of flavor of, well, if you really knew me, if you really knew how I am, you wouldn't like me. Isn't that crazy? That's because you've bought into the lie. Back in 1988, I think there was a song that came out by Public Enemy called Don't Believe the Hype. Hey, hey, don't believe the hype. But Public Enemy it had Flavor Flav and Chuck D in it. So instead of don't believe the hype, don't believe the lie. It's a lie. Well, what is that lie? It's the lie of lack. Like you lack something. Something inside of you is missing. Let me tell you something. You were created as a powerful human being. And you have everything that you need inside of you right now. You are connected to the universe and divine energy. So everything that you need is inside of you. Sometimes we buy into the lie of, I'm not good enough. I don't deserve this. I'm not worthy. Sometimes we buy into the lie of, I'm not lovable. I'm not lovable just the way that I am. Sometimes we buy into the lie of, you know what? I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth or based on circumstances. It's like four generations of my family have stayed in the same neighborhood. We are never getting out of here. Or uh, my mom and dad argued all the time. It was a nasty divorce and was fighting in the house all the time. And that thought that's just how life is. And I'm going to keep doing that when I grow up and get older or You know, I had a rough childhood, I was abused, or any flavor of being born into a certain set of conditions, and so therefore it's not possible for you. Well, those three categories, they all have one thing in common, and it's the lie of lack, lack of something. As human beings, you lack nothing. And once you kick that lie out and, begli- and begin to believe how powerful you are, then you will begin to manifest what it is that you desire. Well, now, what about when you say, 
Well, Mama Soul, you just don't know what I've been through. I've had a really rough childhood, or I went through a nasty divorce. It was horrible. I have no choice but to suffer. Now, you could say that. And I would empathize with you. And then I would ask you a very important question. How long are you going to argue for your limitations? How long? It's up to you. Key words here. What I've been through is the past. Now, you can choose what you want in the present. The ongoing thing that you do to manage who you are today. So do you tell yourself, I'm weak or I'm powerful? Do you tell yourself, I'm a scatterbrain or organized? Do you tell yourself, "Mm, I've always been shy. I was shy as a kid and as an adult, I'm also shy. Guess it must be in my DNA. Or do you tell yourself, I'm not afraid to speak my mind. I'm not afraid to speak up when I see something that's inappropriate or not right. Or I'm not afraid to express my opinion. And it's okay if my opinion differs from yours. Words mean things. Let me read one of my favorite quotes. It's by Charles Swindle. And I want to share this with you. It's called Attitude. And this is how it goes. This is attitude to me is more important than fact. It is more important than the past, than education, than money, than circumstances, than failures, than successes, than what other people think or say or do. It is more important than appearance, giftedness, or skill. It will make or break a company, a church, a home. The remarkable thing is, is that we have a choice every day regarding the attitude we will embrace for that day. We cannot change our past. We cannot change the fact that people will act in a certain way. We cannot change the inevitable. The only thing we can do is play on the one string we have. That is our attitude. I am convinced that life is 10% what happens to me and 90% how I react to it. And so it is with you. We are in charge of our attitude. Now, This quote was written uh, a while ago. There is one thing I would change in this quote, and it's not how I react, it's how I choose to powerfully respond. Reaction to me means sometimes our emotions get out of control and we say things sometimes that we regret. So remember, you always have a choice. You are not a victim. 
you have the power to choose how you respond with your attitude. So now when you get to nothing, then what do you do? Well, you allow your desires to bubble up and to create, to attract. Now, according to the book, there are three different categories of desire. Number one, things you wanted to happen, which have happened, and oftentimes we overlook these. Let me say something about when things happen to you that you wanted to happen, remember to give gratitude. Gratitude is the best way I have found out to attract more of what you want. Give thanks and more of that will appear. Don't just overlook it like, oh, I wanted that to happen and it happened and yippee, I'm excited. I'm so glad that it happened. And then you forget about it. Oh, no, 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 no. Give thanks. I recommend a gratitude journal. I write in mine on a consistent basis. And if you really want a challenge, write in your gratitude journal 30 days straight. And every day, give thanks for something that you didn't give thanks to the day before and the day before and the day before. See, the key is you can't repeat for 30 days anything that you've given gratitude for previously. Now, the first seven days, it's pretty simple. You can do that. But those other uh, 21 days or 22 days, depending upon how many days are in a month, man, you got to really look at what is it that I'm grateful for this day. And it helps you to appreciate life and you attract more of what you want. Second category of desire is things you didn't want to happen and they have happened. Like, oh man, this sucks. Now, how do you deal with the resistance? First and foremost, you got to be aware that it happened and acknowledge it. I call it the what so. Be straight about it. So I may have shared this before, but I was uh, in corporate America and I'd worked my way up the corporate ladder and I'd went to school, went to graduate school, had a college degree, went to graduate school, got my MBA degree, worked my way up to a really nice HR executive position in a major airline. I thought I was all that in a bag of chips. I had a six-figure income salary. I had really nice benefits. And, um, you know, life was okay. I mean, I, I enjoyed life, and I didn't like the fact that working in corporate America, you usually work in 60 or 70 hours a week. But I thought, well, that's what everybody did in corporate America. And, you know, I got paid really well. Now, in 2010, two companies came together. They merged. Everybody knows what happens when two companies merge. It's called what? That's right, layoff. And much like 
this year in 2020, companies are laying off individuals right and left. And I said, wait a minute, this isn't supposed to happen to me. I did everything right. I worked long hours. I went back to school. I got another degree. I did everything you asked me to do. And this is the thanks I get. I get laid off. So learning how to deal with the what's so in the present situation is a critical life skill. Like there is nothing I could do about it except for deal. And if you're spiritual, you kneel and deal. Now, it sounds simple, but too many people run from reality and they numb themselves. You know what I mean. They do the cheek Merlot therapy. That's how they numb themselves. Or maybe it's the food therapy. And they binge out on an entire quart of ice cream. Or this is a good one. What about retail shopping therapy? Therapy, Like, oh, let me just go shopping and buy some more clothes and hang it up in the closet and not even take the price tags off because I have no intention of wearing them. But it sure felt good when I bought them. Or what about the Netflix binge therapy? Right? Like you just want to sit there on the couch and numb yourself out watching episode after episode of something. And then if none of that works, you go to the next level, drugs therapy, right? You get the picture. So there are times when things you didn't want to happen, they happen, and you got to learn how to deal with the resistance. Here's the third category. Things you want to happen, and they haven't happened yet. And you're busy going about attempting to achieve it. Busy, 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 busy. But despite a lot of busyness, it doesn't happen. What do you do? Well, here are a few suggestions for you to manifest your desires. Number one, it's very simple. Start with 10 deep breaths to help clear any negative energy you may have. This negative energy could be conscious or unconscious. But you've heard of the breath of life. Breathing is so critical and it's deep breathing because oftentimes we engage in shallow breathing. We're stressed. We're ripping and running. We're not even thinking about what we're, our bodies are doing, we just got to get things done. Got to get it done. Got to get it done. So the deep breathing is critical. Start with 10 deep breaths. Next, be silent. And in your silence, let your desires arise. Write them down when they come to you, even if it's in the middle of the night. You'd be surprised of the download of information you receive from the universe when you wake up. Number three, create an intention to match with your desire. Give your intention 
a destination or an outcome. You must direct your energy. You have lots of it and it needs a place to go. It's like a GPS. Like if you don't put in your GPS, your destination and where you're going, it can't get you there. You can't achieve your desires without an intention and you must tell your intention what your outcome is. Direct your energy. Four. So what are the intentions? Well, when you are creating that intention and directing your energy, that means you're directing your mind with a purpose or a goal. What is it that you want? Most people don't get what they want because they don't know what they want. Don't fall into the trap of, well, if I only had more money, then I would want this. Or if I only had more time, I would want this. Or for my single folks out there who want to be married, well, if I had a spouse to support me, then I would want this. Or win the trip off of Sunday Island. Someday when I retire, then I will travel to the Alaska, Alaska. I've always wanted to visit Alaska or I'll travel to Hawaii. I've always wanted to go to Hawaii and stick my, my toes in the sand and um, see what it's like to be near a volcano, a non-active one. But if you stay on Sunday Island waiting for retirement, waiting for when you have enough money, waiting for when the kids are grown, waiting for X, Y, Z. You're going to stay on Someday Island. It's a trap. Next step. You must create your intentions with a question in mind. How can I do whatever it is that your intention and your desire is? Or what can I do to accomplish my intention or desire? Why do you put it in the form of a question? When you ask the question, your brain immediately begins to search for the answer. Here's my favorite question. How can I inspire the world to connect with their divine and unique gifts to share with humanity. I ask that I ask that question daily. That's one of my favorite questions. What's your question? When you ask that question, the answers will appear, maybe not immediately, might take some time, but they will appear. And your next action step will come to you. Next step, yield to the universe. Yield to your higher power and let go. Now, some folks say surrender. I say yield. 
Let it go. See, when you yield, you choose to let go. And then begin taking action in a different context, not through force, not through manipulation, but by grace and ease. So remember, if you want more tips like this, go to mamasoulwisdom.com. If you want to learn how to do right by your family, because I share old school wisdom for a new generation so that you can live your biggest and best life. Love and light are healing forces. Go make a positive difference in someone's life today. Rise up and shine. Rise up and thrive. Rise up and succeed and rise up and be who you were meant to be. This is Mama Soul Wisdom, founder of the I Am Love Movement, sending you compassion, acceptance, and forgiveness. Until next time, always remember, love yourself first. Thank you for tuning in to Mama Soul Wisdom's I Am Love Movement podcast. We hope that you have received a massive amount of value through the tips and tools provided here on today's episode. We look forward to helping you and your loved ones grow each and every day by sharing some of Mama Soul Wisdom. to sign up and register today to Mama Soul Wisdom's mailing list and tune in next time for our next episode of the I Am Love Movement podcast.